So welcome to the recap of at the end of week 10. Um, congratulations on getting through another two weeks and hopefully this will just give uh, a little bit of extra thought, a little something just to remind you of the last couple of weeks uh, and what you've been doing. Uh, again, I'm not going to go through a lot of details about what you've read. You've read and listened to that. Um, there hasn't been too much skipping about really because as these wanderings through the wilderness have proceeded, it's all been pretty straightforward. There may be a few chapter jumps, but mostly it's been pretty straightforward. We've gone through week nine, really saw all of the wanderings as the Israelites continued in the wilderness uh, as these 40 years progressed. And then in week 10, as we begin into Deuteronomy, that's where we really see um, the start of, well, the end of those 40 years and the start of the promised land and all that happens there. Uh, probably one thing to notice, which is always a little bit random and quite interesting. On day 60 of week 9, we have Balak and Balaam. And Balaam, of course, has his talking donkey um, who stops him in his tracks and he beats and the donkey starts talking back to him. Um, so just a little random insight there. I'm not going to go into it too much. I'll let you think about that yourself uh, and think about why that's in there. Why the donkey starts talking why Balaam isn't allowed to see the angel until the donkey has shown him all of those questions all to do with a talking donkey we'll not get into those too much um, but week 10 really is where it all begins as we get into Deuteronomy Deuteronomy the name actually means second law um, of course all all these books have names that we know in our English Bibles and don't think too much about um, literally we just think it's the fourth book of the Bible but in the original language Deuteronomy means second law well, is the, the second giving of the law and that's just from a popular survey of the Old Testament by Norman Giesler um, who says that it means second law uh, the law was given the first time at Mount Sinai to the older generation before they entered the wilderness for 40 years the law was given the second time so second law by Moses on the plains of Moab to the new generation before they entered the promised land and you read that in the first couple of verses of Deuteronomy um, it tells us a little bit more about the plight of the wilderness and then verse 3 of chapter 1 in the 40th year and the first day of the 11th month Moses spoke to the people of Israel according to all that the Lord had given him in commandment to them and so this it has been said in another book is a sort of motivational speech it's a way of urging Israel's faithful obedience to the covenant laws of Sinai, which were 40 years previously. In that it says, The circumstances of this sermon or motivational speech carries added significance because of Israel's failure a generation earlier to conquer the land starting at Kadesh, Barnea, on the southern border of Canaan. Now that they are back at the eastern border of the promised land, Deuteronomy seeks to ensure that such failure does not recur the rhetorical style of the sermon speech motivates obedience by constantly reassuring them of God's faithfulness and his power to keep his promise. The faithfulness of God remains despite Israel's persistence in detailed at length. Thus Deuteronomy demonstrates that God's faithfulness results in mercy to his sinful people for the sake of his promises. And so it's this constant reminder by Moses to remember and not forget. And those are a couple of words that are repeated quite a lot of times. If you go through the first couple of days of um, of week 10, there's a lot of do not remember, do not forget, remember, keep these. 
be careful to do this. Follow this whole instruction. Remember, if you listen, a lot of that going on. So it's a lot of Moses reminding these people because quite a few of them probably have heard them before. They, of course, the census and the sense the second census that was taken. I think week nine or maybe uh, week nine. Um, that was the second census, and it's always over twenty years old. So maybe a lot of these. 15, 16, 10, 8 year olds had been there, had heard this before. I mean, only 40 years has passed, so um, that is still a generation, not a generation of the leaders who were over 20, but a generation of younger people. So they would have heard these, so they're being told, remember and do not forget. Pass these on to your children. Follow the whole instruction. Keep these statutes. In Deuteronomy 4, verse 9, it says, only be on your guard and diligently watch yourself so that you don't forget the things your eyes have seen and so that they don't slip from your mind as long as you live. Teach them to your children and your grandchildren. And so there's this constant reminder to, to don't, don't let the same thing happen to you that happened to the previous generations. Remember and don't forget. I call heaven and earth as a witness against you. And then we go into the Ten Commandments. We see them again, Deuteronomy 5 verse 6. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. And so again, this, um, these commandments that were told, these words, and we covered that in recap six at the end of week six. So if you want to re- remind yourself of that, you can go back to, to week six and, and hear a bit more of the Ten Commandments and the Ten Words and why they're there. But here, they're in it because Moses is reminding them. He wants them to remember the full, the totality, all of God promises and all that he reminds that God has done for them. And of course he ends that little section on day 66 of saying, Be careful to do as the Lord your God has commanded you. You are not to turn aside to the right or the left. Follow the whole instruction the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live, prosper and have a long life in the land you will possess. It's not a Star Trek, live long and prosper. It's a Ten Commandments be careful to do it so that you may live long and prosper. That's not mentioned in Exodus chapter 20. This is Moses just reminding these people, this this is what can happen if you live by this way. And we've talked a little bit about this again in the whole sense of God revealing himself to these people and God showing himself to them. And it's not a, the Ten Commandments aren't a kind of cage to keep you from having fun or, you know, a set of rules but they're a, a set of guidelines to try and encourage you to live well and to live in a way that, that God desires because that's that's ultimately what we try to do. If you have children, you don't give them rules just to spoil their fun. You give them rules so they can live a, a proper life, so they can live long and prosper. You don't give them things to do because you just like to see them oppressed. You want to see them enjoy life and have fullness of life and so you guide them. And it's the same thing as God does with, with his children in Deuteronomy and he does with us he he wants us to live long and prosper and so these rules and laws which we find very tedious and very boring and hard to listen to and hard to read through which is even worse if you want to try that they're all there not just to kind of spoil the fun but to show people how to live in a full way in a prosperous way so that they may enjoy full and long and healthy and prosperous and enjoyable life in the way that God intends us to live and that's for all of us, you know, God's God's rules and God's laws 
aren't to spoil fun, but they're to help us live the way he intended us to live. You may wonder why it's all the same things that Moses says again. And that's because, as we find out, Moses doesn't get to enter the land with him. And so these are kind of Moses' final words, his is this this is what you should do without me as he sends Joshua and he gets ready to send Joshua in and this isn't these aren't spoilers, this is just to let you know. I'm um, so sorry if that's a spoiler, spoiler alert. But Moses is forbidden in Deuteronomy three to enter the land and so he this whole Deuteronomy and the book of Deuteronomy is it's his final remarks, his final words to these people. And there's two words to, to take note of blessing and curse. We look at that at the end of day 68 in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 26 to 28. Look, today I set before you a blessing and a curse. There will be a blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God I am giving you today, and a curse if you do not obey the commands of the Lord your God, and you turn aside from the path I command you today by following other gods you have not known. So that's the blessing and curse of following him or not following him. And in a sense, we live in that today. We live in that blessing and state of curse. But that doesn't mean we can wash our hands of it. Everything we do can seek blessing by God and curse. Uh, and so we seek to live in a way that, that brings a blessing. We seek to live in the light of God's commands still today. Um, it may not be these exact ones in the Old Testament. If you want to talk more about that or if you want to speak, if you want me to say a little bit more about that, I can do that. But I want to finish uh, within the 10 minutes again. Um, so blessing and curse. And we'll see a little bit of that again played out in the next couple of days in chapters 27 and 28. So look out for that as you continue into weeks 11 and 12. And hopefully you enjoy them.